Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. All right, everybody, welcome into another Auburn Live show. I am Justin Hokinson from AuburnLive.com, part of the On3 Sports Network. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, and everybody that's subscribing, by the way, on Apple and Spotify and Google, please keep doing that. Um, and we really appreciate it. Rate the show if you can. Go to our YouTube page, Auburn Live YouTube, where the, this show is. Uh, follow it, subscribe to it, leave some re- good reviews, all that good stuff. Uh, turn the notifications on so when we post a new video, uh, you'll be notified of that as well. So AuburnLive.com, appreciate everybody joining in. Um, all right, let's just jump right into it. Bo Nix injury is the uh, is the big news uh, of the day. Bo Nix, we reported at AuburnLive.com that Bo Nix and kicker Anders Carlson were injured uh, against Mississippi State and would miss the remainder of the season. We talked about that on our po- on our uh, message board and, and, and website on Sunday uh, afternoon. Uh, Bo Nix confirmed that news Sunday evening with an Instagram post, social media post. And then we spoke with Brian Harson on Monday, who officially confirmed both Nix and Carlson would miss the remainder of the season. Uh, let's start with Nix, uh, who injured his right ankle on a tackle against Mississippi State with about four minutes in the third quarter. Um, it turned out to be a fracture or a break in the ankle. Uh, after the injury, Nix played three additional drives in that game. He threw for 109 yards in those drives, including a 90-yard touchdown drive um, with about eh, three minutes to go for Auburn. Um, so played basically the, the whole fourth quarter um, with, a, with what turned out to be a fractured or broken ankle. Uh, really tough, gutsy performance from Bo Nix. Um, TJ Finley went in the – last drive of the game with Auburn down nine. And um, we asked, I asked Brian Harson about that. He said it was just a decision where he thought Bo couldn't go anymore. They didn't know till after the game that, that Bo's ankle was broken. They knew it was injured, but, but even before that, going into that last drive, just looking at Bo, they thought he, he can't move and he's done. He can't move around anymore. Um, and so that's why they put TJ Finley in the game. They didn't know it was broken during the game. They just thought he couldn't go anymore. So, obviously, big blow for Auburn losing Bo Nix, um, who was having a good season, 11 touchdowns, three interceptions um, on the year, 61% completion percentage, which would have, which is a single-season career high for him. 11-3 uh, to touchdown-to-interception ratio is definitely a, a career high for him, um, and he ranks in the top three. He's going to finish the season ranking in the top three in passing yards, completions, and attempts in Auburn history. I mean, if he comes back next year, he'll break all those records. He'll be the, from a statistical standpoint, he'll be the most prolific passer in the history of Auburn football. Um, tough news. You know, Bo had, Bo has, has been through a lot of ups and downs in his career, uh, a lot of critiques of his game, and rightly so. He, he's been up and down at times. Um, but the one thing you can never question about him is his desire to win, his competitiveness, and his toughness. I mean, that that shows through. Sometimes, 
uh, people think it shows through too much when you see him getting on a teammate or showing a lot of emotion, but it's just him. He's a quarterback and he wants to win. He's ultra, ultra competitive. Um, and that fueled his ability to go back out there with an injury and play three more drives, not one, three, um, on, on that injured ankle. Um, so tough news. Uh, Brian Harson seemed, you know, pretty mellow, I would say, on Monday, talking about the news, obviously coming off a historic loss, of just a, a, a devastating loss to Mississippi State in which you're up by 25 points. Um, and so it's just kind of been a tough few days around the Auburn football program and for Brian Harson. For Bo Nix, he had surgery on Monday morning. Everything went well. Uh, and he'll get back to rehab and no reason to think that he's not good to go in the spring. You know, um, I don't think it was a super serious injury, but just obviously one that required surgery. So I don't see any reason why he's not back and in, in, in practicing potentially in the spring, maybe keeping it light, stuff like that, but nothing long-term damage wise. Um, so with Nick's out, what does that mean for Auburn? That means that TJ Finley, the LSU transfer will start at for Auburn these next two games. Uh, you know, look, Finley came to Auburn to compete. Uh, he competed. He lost the job to Knicks. Um, he had that flash against Georgia State, uh, but Knicks regained the job with a, with a good week of practice and really elevated his place since then. Um, TJ Finley, look, he's got all the ability. He's got the physical tools. He'll be different from Bo in terms of running. He's not the athlete that Bo Nix is. So, so, the, so quarterback runs, designed runs, probably not a whole lot of that. Maybe a third and one quarterback sneak type of thing, maybe a power run, but you're not going to see a lot of quarterback sweeps and things you would see from Bo or even quarterback draws, maybe not. Moving him out of the pocket, you're probably not going to see a lot of that, I wouldn't I wouldn't think. Moving Finley to a different point. Nick's was good at that. That made him comfortable. I don't know. I think Finley's going to be relied on to stand in the pocket and deliver passes. He's a big guy, so he needs to stand in there and don't worry about any pressure and just deliver the football. Uh, I don't think Auburn's offense is going to change a whole lot. Um, they got to run things that, that are going to be successful. I mean, the line is what it is, the backs, the receivers. You, you also got to run things that, that cater to them too. Um, so I think they know what is, what's comfortable for TJ, um, but, but ultimately they're going to have to run their offense, and TJ is going to have to execute it. Um, ironically, TJ started his first game for LSU last year against South Carolina, and now he starts his first game for Auburn against South Carolina on the road. So that'll be interesting. Um, you know, it's a big game for Auburn. They need to win it. You got the Iron Bowl, which is going to be really tough. For a quarterback like Finley, that's going to be a tough one. I think Bo gave you a shot against Alabama. I'm not sure what they look like with Finley. I'm not sure they can produce enough with TJ Finley to beat Alabama. So you got to win. You got to beat South Carolina. Give yourself an opportunity to go seven and five um, and then go to a bowl game and, and see what happens. And look, for Finley, it's a, it's a bit of an audition. I mean, does he stay around next year and try to beat Bo Nix out again? Um, he could, you know, because then Bo Nix leaves and Finley could take over and play a year potentially. Um, but, you know, I think it's a good first two games for Finley. If, if he doesn't look great, uh, you know, he might, he might potentially be thinking harder about transferring. If he doesn't look great, then he might think my chances of, of, uh, of beating Bo next year are probably slim. Um, so I think it's a good, good two games for Finley, not to mention just an audition. I mean, what if he comes out and decide, what if he plays well and decides he wants to transfer anyway, or try to try somewhere else? Uh, these two games are big for TJ Finley. Um, and then you got Demetrius Davis, who's a freshman quarterback who will redshirt this year. Um, but he can play these next two games and still preserve that redshirt. Uh, now when Harson was asked about it, he specifically said, uh, they haven't had conversations about, about playing him. 
So it sounds like Davis won't get in unless Finley also gets hurt. Then maybe D Davis gets in uh, potentially, but it sounds like if Finley's healthy, D Davis is not going to get his possessions, not going to get anything. Um, and they're just going to full on redshirt him this year, which is interesting because you have, you have an opportunity to play him and not lose anything. Um, so interesting to, to keep him on the sideline. So um, that's kind of the big news. Bo Nick's out rough news for Auburn. If you're Brian Harson, you know, the interesting thing is if you're Brian Harson in your first year, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He's not thinking this way, but if you're a supporter or if you're judging him, uh, he, he, he's, he's kind of helped by this news in that nobody's going to judge him harshly if he, if he were to lose. If they were to get upset against South Carolina and then lose to Alabama, nobody's going to judge Brian Harson that harshly. They're going to say, well, you didn't have your starting quarterback. you know. So he's got a built-in excuse there if they don't look great against Carolina, if they lose the Iron Bowl. Now, Harson doesn't care anything about that, right? We know that. But if you're a supporter, if you're a fan, if you're whatever, um, that's going to be a little bit of a built-in excuse to, to take a little bit of pressure off what exactly they do in these in these two games. A lot more pressure probably on Finley um, and maybe Mike Bobo than, than Brian Harson, I would think, in these next two games. So we'll see how that shakes out <clears throat> um, as Auburn tries to, you know, beat South Carolina and then just show up to the Iron Bowl and see what happens, you know. I mean, the one thing about TJ, he, he hadn't looked great this year. Um, but he also, you know, Nix has received all the first team reps. So what happens if Finley gets a full week of receiving every rep? What happens if he gets two weeks of, of receiving all the reps? You know, what kind of quarterback could he look like? We'll find out. Um, the other news was obviously Anders Carlson, the senior kicker, brother of Daniel Carlson for Auburn, <clears throat> um, injured his left ACL on the onside kick attempt uh, late in that game against Mississippi State, where he collided and busted his knee and, and, and came hobbling off the field. I mean, just a really unfortunate, um, unnecessary injury uh, for Anders, who that will likely finish his career at Auburn. I mean, he's a senior. I don't know if he could come back with the COVID rules, but um, likely finishes his career as, you know, a, a top three-point scorer in Auburn history and, and certainly one of the best kickers they've had. Um, <clears throat> not quite as good as his brother, Daniel, um, had a great season last year. It was tw- was fourteen to twenty one this year, um, but again, really good kicker and might end his career. So unfortunate news there. I don't know where Auburn goes for a backup kicker. I've, I mean, a Carlson hasn't kicked for Auburn since it's been to like two thousand thirteen since we've had a non Carlson kicking for Auburn. So we'll have to wait and see, you know, kind of how that transpires. And look, maybe with maybe with Finley and what you got going on, maybe just go for it. Unless it's a chip shot field goal, you just you just go for it. Um, and, and see what happens. I don't know. I don't know that many fans would blame that decision and those decisions um, in, in most cases. Um, as for Auburn and that Mississippi State loss, look, Brian Harson said he thought the team started well, thought they prepared well. Um, they just didn't adjust and they didn't finish, which is kind of becoming a, a somewhat of a theme. What's weird for this Auburn team is, you know, against Penn State, not against Penn State, uh, against uh, Georgia State, you finished. Against LSU, you finished. Against Arkansas and Ole Miss, 
you finish. Now, the offense didn't necessarily finish against Ole Miss. The defense did. And then the offense had that drive at the end to run the ball when they needed to. But the games that those games that they won, they finished, in the, especially in the fourth quarter, the way you would want to. And then you look at games like Penn State, Texas A&M, and Mississippi State, and they don't finish. They get beat in the fourth quarter, um, and they just they, they finish um, you know, horribly. And so I think, I think that really points to what Harson has harped on all year. And one of the big things, big things that Brian Harson focuses on, which is consistency, the process, loving the process, loving preparing. He just has a team that is, is up and down. It's a roller coaster. And, and that's not surprising, probably, for a first-year coach trying to instill his culture and standards on a first-year team. You're probably going to get mixed results. And that's what's happened with this Auburn team. Um, but I do think as far as what Harson wants to do with this program, uh, he's probably frustrated because consistency would be probably, you know, dang near at the top of his list uh, in terms of what does he want to see? Do, do the same things every day. Then he can figure everything else out. Okay. Now we got Now we just got to go get better players um, or we got to do something different. But if he can get consistency, you can build on that. Uh, but until you have some consistency in practice, and game play, um, it, it, he's going to be frustrated and it's going to be tough to build. So first year, I think that's what you're going to get. I think the big key, and look, that's what we talked about going into the year. What did you see from Gus Malzahn teams was inconsistency. You'd see him look great, and then you'd see him get just destroyed by a team and you'd, lifeless and look terrible. Um, an offense that, 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 that you know could play for eight quarters and not score a touchdown. You would see those ups and downs. What you hoped to see from Brian Harson, what you wanted to see from his program is more consistency. And there's times where you saw that, like a good physical fundamental football team. Unfortunately, that just went out the window the last two weeks. Um, you know, A&M, they can't score an offensive touchdown. Um, and then and then Mississippi State, just spectacular first quarter and a half, and you could say first half, turns into a debacle in the second half. Um, and so I think that's the big thing for Harson is he's big on consistency and fundamentals, and that hasn't happened last couple weeks. And so that's going to be something that, Let's see what, how Auburn responds and reacts when they go to Carolina. Can Harson get this group back on track, and can they go play a sound football game and, and win the game? Look, they don't. Carolina's not that explosive of a team. Auburn should win that game. Auburn should be able to win that game scoring 24 points, um, probably, maybe even 21. I mean, if, if Auburn's defense is dialed in. Uh, but we don't know. I mean, a lot, lot going on. Brian Harson's never lost three games in a row in his career. Um, and so that's what he's up against. Then you got TJ Finley, got no TD Moultrie for the first half. So, uh, there's some obstacles. This is a game for Auburn against Carolina. You just win. You just want to win. There's no style points here. Um, it's a backup quarterback. It's a, it's coming off that loss. You just want to win. You really want to win this game and then create your own momentum going into the iron Bowl. the iron Bowl, Everybody will be hyped up, have a good week of practice and go from there. But you, you just want to win this game and, with a backup and, and get it done. Um, so that's kind of the main things that were talked about on Monday. Um, just a lot about Bo Nix, a little bit about that Mississippi State loss, which is so frustrating, uh, and what goes from there. Look, Brian Harson praised Bo Nix. Tough kid. Tough as nails. Um, and so I, I think that uh, it'll be interesting to watch him come back um, from from his injury and, and sort of where where Auburn goes from from here. I mean, this season you went from, you know, the opportunity to win the West was in front of you. And, and just like that, it's gone. And, and now you're, you know, you're hoping for, you know, maybe you can, you can still go eight and four. That'd be, look, if they go eight and four and somehow beat Alabama with TJ Finley, 
th- this this will feel like forever ago the moment that we're having now if if somehow they pulled that off um i mean people that are wondering about harson's first year if somehow they pulled off the next two wins with tj finley um people will be over the moon at, at what can happen in, in year two if bo nix comes back and um, what this team could do uh, but i think first things first is uh, beat south carolina um so that's kind of it for football um basketball real quick auburn's off to a 2-0 start um, Javari Smith getting a lot of attention from people like Jay Billis, national writers after his 23 and 10 performance, um, uh, last Friday night. So Auburn's two and moves up to 21 in the polls and the rankings. Um, they face South Florida on Friday in Tampa, kind of an interesting game. They're playing at Tampa. They're going to play in the same arena that the sec tournament will be held in. So kind of a strategic, interesting, uh, scheduling move by Pearl to play that game there. So they'll get to play a game in in the in the same arena because normally they're playing in Nashville. So this year when they go to Tampa for the SC tournament, they will have already had a practice day and a in a in a game there. So that's kind of an interesting move for um for Pearl and, and the staff. So that's uh, that's about it. Go to AuburnLive.com. We have stories on football. Football recruiting is still going pretty well despite the last two weeks. Um, a lot of recruiting news at AuburnLive.com. Uh, stories, notes from press conferences, and obviously a message board full of all kinds of great conversation um, that you can be a part of. AuburnLive.com, part of the On3Sports Network. Um, Appreciate everybody joining us. We'll see you next time.